I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Hey guys. We are recording the beginning of this podcast again because um, dogs are loud. My dogs don't know how to shut up. They don't respect that I had a very long day. I worked at both of my jobs. I ordered Uber Eats of Subway, which is like really embarrassing. <laughs> Just as I was closing work and my coworker was like, why would you do that? <laughs> I was That's like, so I'm desperate. I'm always only ever hungry by the time that it's already an emergency and she was like i've never seen you eat before clearly she's not paying attention and i was like thank you (laughs) we're still out here recording in the middle of nowhere we drove all the way out here i picked up sophie in the whip (laughs) yeah we're out here in but fuck nowheresville canada still in the dead of winter yeah and something bad happened to you this morning right yep i'm staying so far out in the middle of nowhere that this morning when i woke up uh the front steps of the house that i'm staying in were covered in blood (laughs) and i was panicking especially because i get so scared staying by myself in the middle of the country because it gets so dark and then i realized that what had happened was there were also hoof prints so presumably a wounded and bleeding deer had tracked through my front yard. What if it was like a horse? I don't... It would have different hooves. Oh, it had like cloven <laughs> hooves? Yeah. Okay. Like, Acceptable. What if it was Satan? Yeah, like, like, uh... Are there any half men, half, I don't know, like creatures that have cloven hooves? Yeah, isn't there that, like, not the New Jersey devil, but there's, like, a American folklore. Half-human, half-hoofed man. Like Phil from Hercules? Yeah. He's half-man, he half goat. Okay. Because it's, like, a joke about him being a shitty centaur. Oh, is it? I thought I it was based so. off an actual mythology thing. Okay. But that's entirely possible. <laughs> Hercules like once. <laughs> Maydara is my favorite Disney princess. She's hot. Because she has a bad attitude and she still gets a jot boyfriend at the end. She does? Okay. <laughs> Let's move into our topics for this week. <laughs> so we're going to start by talking about the layoffs at BuzzFeed. Over 2,100 media jobs have been cut in the past month. Yeah. The thing that's annoying me most about that is all of the people who left BuzzFeed in the past like four years, either because they were fired or because they got some sort of media deal out of it that are being like, oh my God, that's so horrible, blah, 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 like uh, like the Try Guys and like, you know. Yeah, a lot of people left BuzzFeed and got a lot of attention, like gained a lot of attention when they worked for BuzzFeed video and then mm-hmm. kind of bargained that into a career as yeah. um, kind of like individual entities in the YouTube world or otherwise yeah. in the media world, right? 
Yeah, like Allison Raskin and Gabby Dunn, right? Like they they got fired <laughs> from BuzzFeed like four years ago, but I literally didn't even know who those bitches were until you made it your intent that you were gay for one of them, clear. I mean, yeah, but like they are <laughs> decently like popular online. Yeah, I knew that Sophia chick. Oh yeah, Sophia Nygaard or whatever. Yeah, because she did the like the makeup. Yeah, clothing oh, stuff. Dude, she made my least favorite YouTube video ever. Which is what? It's the one where she melts every lipstick at the Sephora. bite lab. Yeah, yeah. And she's such a fucking idiot because she rents this industrial kitchen to melt them, but mm-hmm. she spends the entire day cutting the lipsticks into a pot, and she only rented it for one day. So then she has to go home and melt it in her apartment because she transports the pot. And I was like, if you're able to transport the pot, why didn't you cut the lipsticks first? And then bring it to the place to cook them. Like, she spent all day not boiling them in the kitchen that she rented. And then she went home and melted it with a hairdryer and a hot plate. That is so (laughs) chaotic. Horrible planning. She also did a bunch of these videos where she's like, people vote on the ugliest shoe or the ugliest jeans or whatever. And I wear them. And I was like, I just objectively don't want to look at this. Even if it's... Mm -hmm you know for the content or whatever it's just like clickbait content it's buzzfeed articles like in video form yes (laughs) but yeah i just feel bad for everybody at buzzfeed who like didn't get the chance to really build off it at all and do something on their own because realistically like whatever a lot of people have been doing at buzzfeed isn't gonna help them at this point no, that's job, 100% yeah. true. Like, a lot of people that were being paid by BuzzFeed essentially got laid off because BuzzFeed was relying so much on unpaid labor. Yeah. So, like, a huge proportion of the website's traffic and a lot of what they were originally known for was the quizzes, right? hmm So, most of the quizzes, and I didn't know this, were written by what they considered to be community users. Yeah, anybody can make one. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But that explains why I keep getting Hannah for the answer of what girl's character are you quiz. Explains why I keep getting Jess for what new girl's character. Yeah, it clearly it's written by amateurs. (laughs) A professional quizster would never give me these (laughs) horrifying results. What new girl's character did you get? Nick. Okay. I'm famously <laughs> a cynic and an alcoholic and an underachiever, so... So you are Nick. Yes. So it's right. <laughs> yes. So I mean, I'm a jazz <laughs> fuck. No. The second biggest uh, traffic driver of all time was this chick who was, like, a teenager who used to write, like, 12 quizzes a week. Okay. And she wrote so many quizzes for them, it generated so many traffic for them, that people were had done some calculations that indicated that she had generated over four million dollars of advertising revenue for buzzfeed although when the story broke buzzfeed came out and said it was more like a couple hundred thousand dollars obviously why would she ever do that she was just making the quizzes she didn't even know that she was generating like that she was publishing them to anyone besides her friends or she knew that she was publishing them but she didn't realize that this was a thing that buzzfeed was making money from she was literally a teenager she was just using their website to make quizzes essentially yeah she just thought it was fun yeah and then they reached out to her and they sent her like a swag bag 
She never even got what? any advertising, like, revenue or anything. They could have tossed her, like, a couple hundred bucks. They <laughs> should have tossed her... I mean, they should have tossed her more. Even though. 10% of the advertising revenue would have made such a huge difference in her life, they right? She's got to go to university. She literally tweeted that she's a cashier at Michael's. That's and so she's sad. using that job to try and pay off her student loans. Oh my god. And it's like she made so much money for this giant corporation that famously has bad labor practices. Also, a lot of people that worked for BuzzFeed, including the CEO, were saying that they treat the unpaid portions of the website as kind of a farm lead for people that they'll maybe throw some money towards for content people are creating good content and yeah yeah which is disgusting because it basically means that when you're doing so when you're doing anything for fun on the internet (laughs) this is gonna sound bad but i mean obviously we all know that we're doing unpaid labor for for like corporations Yeah, like platform capitalists. And so anyone who's using Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, even in their leisure time is generating revenue for these companies. But she was literally doing unpaid digital labor. And basically everyone who, when BuzzFeed comes out and says something like people that are working in our community that are not being paid and it's a farm lead for eventual employees basically what they're saying is that everyone that's using their website is like an unpaid intern oh my god that's true yeah Yeah, so that's why they ended up firing so many people eh? because they weren't able to i mean how does buzzfeed i know this is a stupid question but how does buzzfeed even make money off advertising revenue. I mean, I guess off advertising and their YouTube pages and stuff, but like... They have paid stories. That's true. And they have ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of the quizzes that that girl wrote, uh, it was her most popular quiz of all time and it's so stupid. It was, it? it was called, like or pass on this flavor of Pop-Tart and we'll guess your relationship status. Damn, she's smart. She's really smart, yeah. Fuck. But that wasn't sponsored content for Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. No. But BuzzFeed does do sponsored they, content. Did it? Probably. But they do do yeah. quizzes and articles and stuff that are obviously sponsored. being paid on top of regular ads. True. What was your favorite BuzzFeed quiz now that we're not allowed to do them anymore? Um, I don't know. I haven't done a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes over the years after the first time that I ever did one. And it was, which character in Mean Girls are you? And I got the kid that farts a lot. And then I I was stormed and I (laughs) never did another BuzzFeed quiz again. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad. Yeah. My favorite was quickly removed. I think it was one of the community users that made it. They removed it, but it was, um, which Disney prince is most likely to raw you behind a churro stand at Disney World? (laughs) I think Aladdin. I got Prince Eric. Okay. That's not racial, by the way. It's just because he never wears a shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like one of those guys who just, like, hangs out, like, no shirt, sweatpants, like, dick swaying in. (laughs) Oh my god. Like every fucking dude on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and he will rally you behind a churro stand. Oh. <laughs> god. <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah, I also wanted to make note, like, we're hearing so much about the BuzzFeed thing and the the media layoffs in Mm -hmm. general and stuff, but we have to remember, like, these people are expert users of media, so obviously that's why we're we're hearing about it so much. And we already know that media jobs are traditionally extremely precarious because, you know, they're forcing more and more people to do freelance work or internships or what have you. But... Compared to other industry layoffs, obviously there are less people that work in media than in other industries, but GM is laying off seven times as many people who have been laid off in the media industry recently. They're laying off 14, like almost 15,000 people. Jesus Factory workers and white collar workers. They should just all learn to code. (laughs) <laughs> stop it i learned how, i know how to code and it's never gotten me fucking anywhere yeah so that's what you'd get for teaching young women how to code neither of us are in stem <laughs> um uh, i guess we should talk about <laughs> my landlord waves oh my god i can't so <laughs> King of the beach waves. <laughs> Famously a skater bro yeah, musician. He's, he's a slacker punk. Yeah. Yeah. He's a landlord now. <laughs> <laughs> he has bought up a building that has eight units in it and they're all one bedrooms and they're renting for four thousand dollars a month Canadian. That's insane. Yeah. So people are, he's also calling the one bedrooms quote unquote rehabbed units. Yeah. Which is a very interesting way of saying gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He, dude, he must be like the worst landlord. Like, I know he's not like touring really or anything, so it's not like he won't be around, but I highly doubt he's addressing any of your concerns oh he's definitely farming it out to other laborers he had some really bad tweets about it let me see if i can pull it up also a lot of people were commenting on his instagram post where he was promoting the rentals saying that that's even further proof of the fact that he's gentrifying is that it's two times the rent of what other one bedrooms are going for in the area wow yeah it's also fucked that he's posting it on his Instagram because it's like, who are you marketing this towards? People who want to live in like their favorite band's house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so like... It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. I had a really bad landlord once who said that we were responsible for like the grass, like in the backyard, <laughs> but, um, which is valid, but he didn't provide us with like a lawnmower or anything. Okay. And then when the grass got too long and I kept texting him being like, yo, how am I supposed to cut the fucking grass? He called bylaw on us and got us fined for having grass that was too long. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not joking. He got you fined because you weren't cutting the grass at his building that he didn't provide the tools to cut? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Same with the snow removal in the driveway. So neither of the tenants had a car. Right. So we didn't use the driveway. And he was like, Yeah. you guys are responsible for the driveway. I was like, valid. No shovels or anything. Obviously, mm-hmm. I could buy a shovel. But like, yeah, but you shouldn't have to. No. Pay for snow removal, bitch. 
I had a landlord in Halifax who we had like literal mice and like rats yeah, in our apartment because it was in a really old house. I don't even know if they were mice because they were really big, mm. but rodents that live close to the waterfront because we were like very close to the ocean. The front, yeah. So yeah, rodents that live really close to the ocean are always really big for yeah. some reason i guess there's just like a lot to eat there's like good food I they're guess. disgusting yeah. yeah so anyways we would call him and call him and call him about these rodents and he was like every time he'd come and he'd do a fake check and he'd be like what are you talking about and also twitter keeps t- uh, suggesting me to follow him your landlord? My former landlord. Oh. I should follow him. And be like, hey. He'd probably forget me. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't paying attention to any of the people he was, like, not doing his due diligence for. No. <laughs> I, like, briefly worked with a dude who was a property manager. Mm-hmm. But he, like, wanted to work where I worked also on the side. But then okay. he didn't commit to shifts because he's like, well, what if an emergency happens in one of my buildings? I what? can't commit to time. I'll just come in when it's convenient for me and then leave if I have to. And everybody's that's like... That's not how jobs work. That's not how jobs work. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here are some of the tweets from Waves. So somebody tweeted at him, Wait, but for real, are you a landlord now? I certainly won't throw my Wave stuff out, but that would make me super sad. And he, <laughs> and he quoted, tweeted them saying... It is super sad. How dare I have the audacity to have a passive income? I must be an idiot. Okay, the term passive income bothers me in this context. Well, okay, the, the thing is, I mean, I guess it is passive income to be a landlord. You don't need passive income if you're rich. But no one's telling him he's an idiot. No. He's like, I must be an idiot to have a passive income. They're not and making like, fun of him for being a landlord. They're questioning his integrity. Well, I mean, they are making fun of him for being a landlord. Not because he's an idiot. (laughs) No, but that's all of his... He is an idiot, which is clear from these tweets. But someone responded. They said, owning land you don't live on when there are homeless people on the streets is an act of class warfare and should be illegal. Absolutely. And he replied to them and said, bah ha 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 
we do care about people paying for the content that they support because artists deserve a living wage except for waves suck our dick steal his music i've never stolen anybody else's music ever Mm. god i hate that so much pirate bitch media pirate bitch media you wouldn't steal a pizza (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't download a pizza. You wouldn't download a bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about Fuck Jerry or Jerry Media or most importantly, the movement against Fuck Jerry, yes. aka hashtag Fuck Fuck Jerry. Hashtag Fuck Fuck Jerry Jerry. <laughs> hashtag F asterisk. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> so Fuck Jerry is a meme account, as mm-hmm. you guys all know, which has basically been on Instagram and they refer to themselves as meme curators, which we all just mean that they essentially steal people's tweets, remove credit, and Post repost them, them yeah. and then get a shit ton of lights and views from people that are too stupid to understand that how platforms work essentially exactly across platform works and also then they generate a shit ton of advertising revenue because they have so many followers and likes they can partner with huge brands like fucking doritos or fire festival yeah or burger (laughs) game yeah yeah so essentially this all kind of came about when comedy central pulled all of their advertising from Fuck Jerry because they noted that they didn't want to partner with people that were stealing content specifically from a lot of comedians that had probably done a lot of work for Comedy Central. Yeah, but that was, it kind of came out of nowhere, eh? When Comedy Central pulled their sponsorship. Yeah, Yeah, so the Comedy Central thing kind of, I feel like, I mean, not out of nowhere because people have been saying that they've been stealing content for a long time and that's the main criticism about a lot of these, like, Instagram meme accounts and whatever. Yeah, well, but, them and the fat Jew are the biggest yes, uh, criminals when it comes to that. To that, yeah. But the fact that like a sponsorship was actually pulled is a big deal. Yeah, I do think that it's a really important stance to take. And I was seeing a lot of takes that I did not agree with about the Fuck Jerry drama. I read an article that was called Fuck Jerry Didn't Steal Your Content If You Gave It Away. So, like, if you post online and you're giving your content away... The argument is that you don't own your content anymore. You don't have intellectual property. Which I disagree with because especially in, like, the digital age as we're in right now, artists wouldn't be able to promote their content at all if they didn't post it on the internet. And people have been making this argument about jokes forever because they're saying... And even in this article, it said... You know, the second that you tell any joke, somebody else can just retell it. And it's like, yeah, well, that's still stealing. Yeah. And people made this argument all the time specifically about jokes, which is such a problem for me because it's like people take art stealing very seriously. Yeah. People take writing plagiarism extremely Mm -hmm. seriously. It's like people don't consider jokes a legitimate form of form. No, that's true. And I think that we're in a really interesting period of like redefining what intellectual property is because of the internet, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting because we're going to have to strike a balance between, yeah, having content that's accessible for everybody all the time 
and Mm -hmm. being able to actually give people credit. Well, when Pacheri issued their statement as well, what they said was, now we realize that attribution isn't sufficient anymore, so we will be requesting express permission before we post anyone's content. Okay. But I would like to say, first of all, attribution, in my opinion, is never sufficient because no. they're profiting from other people's from other work. People's content. Yeah. Attribution is fine if you're not gaining anything from it personally. No. Attribution isn't is only sufficient if you're not profiting off the other person's yeah. work. So like for example, say we wanted to mention somebody on this podcast or whatever, we would be essentially promoting them, but we wouldn't be gaining anything from mentioning them, right? Because we're not generating tens of thousands of dollars off this podcast. And that's the thing is it's like, they're not, if they're, even if they are getting permission from people to post their content, they're not compensating them in any way, so. Yes, and they only recently started even attributing the content to people because they came under fire because with most of those meme accounts, what they used to always do was clip, Prop the handles out. And just have the caption, yeah. Yes. Ugh. I just... Yeah, pay them with exposure. Yeah, fuck that. And I do want to say that, like, personally, I'm really funny. So I have had content stolen from me mm-hmm. in the past. And it feels fucking bad, especially when it's someone who has a way larger platform oh, than you yeah. do. There's nothing that you can do about it. And a lot of the accounts that Fuck Jerry was stealing from, you know, obviously... They couldn't nearly compete in terms of follower counts yeah. or whatever. And you have essentially no credibility when you're calling people out. And I've talked to a lot of my friends that are artists in other fields mm-hmm. about, you know, how they defend from plagiarism. But it's really different when it's not, you know, at least with Twitter and stuff, you can show the receipts via screenshots with timestamps, yeah. which is one thing that, you know, like I've definitely done but you know like my friends that work in the visual arts field and whatnot um they're like well no one can really steal my art because i have sketches it's similar right yeah i guess so that's true. yeah but then you get into areas like with stand-up comedy mm-hmm. where people will say that's my joke mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like oh i've written that joke but how do you prove that you told the joke first well, even at the roast last week, and like, yeah. I understand that, you know, p- there's parallel thinking and stuff. Absolutely. But I did a roast joke. I roasted my friend Mike on December 23rd, and I reused one of the jokes that I used against him in December on the roast last week. Mm-hmm. And another comic who was there went before me, and he used that joke first. And I was in the back yelling, that's my joke. That's my joke. That's my joke. You know, I know, (laughs) but it was like, had somebody, you know, that's exactly it. Had somebody just said that offhand and they didn't credit me when they suggested it or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what you don't know, right? Exactly. So, I mean, that sort of thing happens all the time. And sometimes people call it out and sometimes people stop doing the joke especially if it's a joke that you do all the time but other times people really just they just lean into it yeah having done the same joke as you yeah which we've seen Mm -hmm. not with us but other people for sure but also like i know personally i would never want to get accused of that so as soon as i realize that i have a joke that's pretty similar to somebody else's uh if it's not something that i'm super attached to i'll probably drop it same yeah i had a joke like that that i was like 
Because <laughs> even if it's not close enough to be considered plagiarism, do you really want to be doing jokes that are very close to somebody else's? No, Ideally, not. you want to be like individual, right? Yeah, so. you don't need to be doing the same concepts as other people. So, anyways, fuck Jerry is making life difficult for comedians, especially comedians online. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a fucking hack, unfollow. Fuck Jerry and unfollow the fat Jew and unfollow yeah. any account that you can tell is reposting comedians' tweets and content in general without either crediting them or paying them. Yeah, definitely. Fuck Jerry. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck Jerry. Fuck, fuck Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I was trying to do this really elaborate bit that involved me not finding out who either of the two teams that were playing in the Super Bowl were. It was so funny, too. I know. I really thought I was going to succeed because I had really, like... I should have just knocked on online. Yeah. Because I didn't know last night during the Super Bowl. So it's like if I had gone that long without finding out by accident, yeah. realistically, I should have been able to keep going if I had just stayed offline today. Today, yeah. Because ideally, I just wanted to not find out before the podcast because I was thinking that maybe because you knew the two teams, mm-hmm. you could like try and get me to guess the two teams. But I ruined the bit. Yeah, you did. Because I sent you like five Tom Brady memes. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know who the other team is that played? No. Do you want to guess? Was it Seattle? Um, what's the name of the Seattle team? The Seahawks? No, it wasn't the Seahawks. I barely know football. Because <laughs> someone told me it was the Seahawks, but... They were doing a bit. He was doing a bit, yeah. yeah. It, it's an animal team. Fuck, was it Baltimore? What's the name of their team? The Rams? Yeah. Okay. It was the Rams. Do you know why I knew that? Why? Because of Comtown. Uh, but I thought that they were just talking about the Rams because they're generally? from... Because they're from Baltimore. Oh. I just no, thought that they the were Rams. talking about their general fandom. I didn't know it was because the Super Bowl was coming it up. It was. <laughs> and I, I heard in the office today that it was a super boring game. Apparently it was like 3-13 to 13 or something. Did the Pats win? Yeah, I believe so. They always win. I'm bored. I'm bored. I barely know anything about football, but I'm glad we went to like a like a anti-Super Bowl party. Yeah, so we went to instead of going to a Super Bowl party, mm-hmm. we went and eating wings and stuff and getting drunk. We went to a Cadet Kelly watching party and With got stoned snacks. and ate vegan because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're insufferable <laughs> cadet kelly uh disney channel original starring hillary duff circa 2005 no 2002 2002 damn yes a made for tv disney mm-hmm. channel film about a displaced um preteen from new york city who ends up in military school when her mom starts dating a former military man yeah he's still a military he's like the principal of the military school i thought he was like retired i don't fucking know okay, <laughs> i don't know he was like creepy though yeah he was creepy the movie listen yeah i have some opinions <laughs> me too the first of all we want to say we do acknowledge that cadet kelly is pro troops propaganda absolutely which we do not necessarily agree with but even worse than being pro-troops, Cadet Kelly is 
pro-maintaining a relationship with your estranged biological father. Yes, and it paints it as being, like, quirky and fun to have, like, an absent dad. Yeah, he's like, I'm just off, like, taking pictures in Africa because I'm an adventurer. And it's like, no, you fucked off from your daughter. That's why you're divorced. Every time he shows up in the movie, he's super chill with Hilary Duff's mom. Which is disgusting. Like, you shouldn't... It's not healthy. Well, it's it's not that disgusting that he's chill with her mom, but it's really gross that he sits down and fully engages with the mom and the new boyfriend. Yeah, that's really like, I don't know. It's just so bad. That's like, um, did you know that? So Chris Martin from Coldplay okay. and his new girlfriend, Dakota Johnson... He's from dating Dakota Johnson. He's dating Dakota Johnson. From Fifty Shades of Grey. From Fifty Shades of Grey. And they go to couples therapy once a week with Gwyneth Paltrow, his ex. Why is she still trying to be in his relationship? I don't know. I tweeted about that one time. I was like, I'm jealous of Gwyneth Paltrow because she still gets to see her ex once a week. But my therapist didn't say that that was a healthy relationship model. She said it was called being still in love with my ex. <laughs> oh, I saw that, but I didn't yeah. understand what you were talking about. Yeah, it's because she goes to couples therapy with him and his new much younger girlfriend. Ugh. I know. Okay, the thing that I hated about Cadet Kelly the most was the like homophobic coding of the like interpersonal relationships of the, all the people at the like boarding school is it homophobic i thought it was really gay well that's the thing so it is gay it is gay but they're coding it homophobically because it's like very like uh okay so how are they coding it homophobically <laughs> if it's super gay like, it's obviously gay, yeah. but they're acting like everybody's super straight. You know what I mean? When that's clearly not realistic. It's like one of those movies where all the girls are in, like, non-feminine, like, social relationships. Yeah. So in their downtime, they're all, like, super, super femme, like, constantly. Oh, yeah, And they're bullying true. any girl who isn't super femme, who's, like, comfortable being more, you Yeah, know what I mean? it's, like, weird that the, like, butchy little friend wants to wear a dress yeah. to the dance, Which too. Which yeah. obviously, like, a fucking dyke. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about it that way. I One element that I do like about that movie is I like when they dance with, like, the ribbons. Yeah. Like, rhythmic gymnastics. At the beginning? Yeah, because I like... No, not at the beginning. At, uh... I just like any time people dance with <laughs> because I liked sports, but only like the femme sports. Like I only like so like rhythmic gymnastics and like regular trampoline. regular gymnastics, okay. rhythmic gymnastics, diving because it's water gymnastics. Okay, what about cheerleading? <laughs> uh, only if it's like mostly gymnastics. Okay, what about trampoline? Yeah, because that's just bouncy gymnastics. Figure skating. Yeah, because that's ice gymnastics. Did you ever do figure skating? No, I can't skate at all. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, people made fun of me about it. I'm really bad at skating too. Yeah? Yeah. I, so little known (laughs) fact about me, I am curling royalty, Canadian curling royalty. Yes, you are. And my dad used to try to make me do curling all the time and in curling you have one rubbery shoe that like sticks to the ice and you have one slippery shoe 
Oh, okay, one slippery, yeah. That slides. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got banned from Little Rocks, which is what they call <laughs> curling for kids because I just wanted to skate up and down the ice. You were sliding on your slidey shoe. <laughs> yeah, because it was a lot easier than skating. <laughs> You know what? I think the reason our friendship is so balanced is because we're both like niche royalty in our own right. We're like Eastern Ontario royalty. <laughs> You're curling royalty and my dad's band pressed the first vinyl record in Canada. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the first independent vinyl record in Canada. I didn't know that. I know. That's extremely Canadian on both of our parts. I know. That's, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Anyways, to that Kelly did win the Super Bowl and I would like to thank our gay friends for arranging the party Mm -hmm. and I would like to say that your gay stoner friends are braver than our troops. They are. They really are. (laughs) They proved that last night. Also, I always, I know I always say this, but every time Sophie and I go to a party together, I always forget that I'm at a party so I only talk to Sophie but like at a regular tone of voice and I just forget that other people can overhear our conversation and possibly interject if they want to and then if they do I'm rude to them usually. <laughs> you were good last night though. Yeah, I was. You not rude to anyone. No. Because there was no one there that sucked. Yeah, everybody's normal. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was really quiet though. That's why I think I felt bad for just talking, talking to you that. like we were having a normal conversation. It was fine. They were all like... <laughs> either stoned or had been like drinking too much white wine okay or were, were like, they mostly improv people um well i don't think dan counts as an improv person no he doesn't and there was only two improv people there besides me okay so, i was just wondering yeah. if I w- anyone was offended by my hot tapes about improv no because like they thought that was funny right okay yeah even though none of it was jokes <laughs> They don't need to know that. They don't listen to this podcast for sure. Don't. So, <laughs> what's up, Lauren, Fred? Uh. Hey, honeys. <laughs> okay, should we talk about the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. <laughs> yeah, it's time. All right. Beefs of the week. You can start. Um. You know what? I have a new beef of the week. Okay. That just happened tonight. Yep. All right. So I wrote a tweet today that said. I hate being mature because I keep meeting straight girls. I know I could turn, but I'm not engaging because I would feel bad. I've pivoted to becoming a social bottom out of pure empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. It is funny. Um, and then a guy commented, turn? question mark, And I was like, make gay. <laughs> and then he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then he was just like, he was uh, very confused about what what I meant so you know he was like you think you can make straight girls gay somehow but then you don't do it because you think it's bad and that makes you a bottom (laughs) and I was like yes yes and yes but (laughs) essentially I I took the time to really delve into what I was saying and then he came back at me like an hour later he thought about it for a minute and then he was like I've had gay guys do that to me before I think being straight is a spectrum you can have gay sex but still be straight so thank you so much for that hot take, and I Ugh. thoroughly disagree, but I don't know if I'm going to respond. I might just not respond. It was really nice of that guy to... Um, Mansplain sexuality. <laughs> I was going to say validate my identity. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that you can be straight and have gay sex. <laughs> How much gay sex do you Wait, have before you're not straight? Is that your alt account? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my alt account. Yeah. You were just trying to tell I me just, that you're straight. Yeah, I just respond to you from my alt account uh, to just like be a contrarian constantly. <laughs> that would be the worst use of my alt. <laughs> Anytime I tweet about turning straight girls. <laughs> I think that's really funny. What, that he said that, or...? No, I mean, like... (laughs) The image of you eating someone's pussy so good it makes them gay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, to be fair, some guys have eaten my pussy so bad it's, like, made me gay. (laughs) Or maybe you... (laughs) Or some shits of... That's what ha- that's why I'm straight. Some chick ate my pussy so bad it made me straight. <laughs> so bad. I've definitely eaten some pussy so good it made them straight because they were like afraid. That doesn't make sense. That's like women that say men don't like me because they're intimidated. No, but like what I'm saying is they're like, oh, I thought this was just like jokes, but maybe I'm actually gay. <laughs> better, better really lean into being straight and actually better go pray about it yeah fuck about horses hey just because i dated a horse girl <laughs> doesn't mean you need to bring it up all horse the time horse girls are so straight yeah she's straight now i was friends with this girl who used to make me play this game I say make me play, but like, I feel like I always wanted to play it, and I don't know if she... Were you gay for her? No. Okay. I want to play this horse card game. (laughs) (laughs) That was like... Islander. (laughs) Yeah, that had like, listen, there aren't a lot of horses in Newfoundland, so... (laughs) It's exotic. Um... It was like, you got various points and like, it was like Pokemon for horses. You could get like points for how good your horse was at jumping. Right. Or like how good its tail was brushed. Do you ever ride horses? Yeah. So you're a horse girl? No. Are you sure? Yes. I have not. English or Western? English. Okay. I have not ridden a horse since. Uh, Anything over 12 makes you a horse girl. No, I, w- I was like 9 or 10. Okay, that's I was just normal. trying to do the math on what year I was 9 or 10 in. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've only ridden a horse three times in my life. Why does everyone call you a horse girl? Because <laughs> I come from a long line of horse breeders. <laughs> Of Arabian horse breeders. Is that why you're half woman, half horse? Yeah, that's why I have horse legs. Is that why everyone thinks you're Lebanese? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> everyone calls me horse girl because I have a huge dick. <laughs> you're half woman, half Arabian horse. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my grandfather, like, wanted to breed horses, so he bought a horse from Alberta and then flew it back on, like, a commercial plane. And, like, signed a waiver saying that they could shoot the horse on the plane if it, like, lost its mind in the air. And it didn't. And now everybody calls me a horse girl. Thanks. This is your legacy. Ridden horse three times. It would be so funny if people started calling me, like, a lobster girl because a lot of people in my family were fishermen. Anyways. (laughs) What's your beef of the week? Uh, My beef of the week, and one of my followers whose username is zero follower reply pig. (laughs) <laughs> um, 
offered me money so that this wouldn't be the beef of the week. And don't get me wrong, we've said it on this podcast before and we'll say it again, we are shills. We're shills. And if he had come through on the money, I would have accepted the money and not made this Absolutely. the beef of the week, but he did not send me the money. So, so it will be the beef of the week. Zero follower reply pig. Step your game up. So my beef of the week is uh, anti-sets work, tanky Twitter really <laughs> came for me because I retweeted a girl who I will not give the dignity or the press of saying her username, nope. but she tweeted, there is no correct opinion to have about the sex industry other than, the, than that it should be abolished to end the mass rape, torture, and sexual exploitation that it both requires and creates. Okay. So I retweeted her and said, there's no world in which sets work won't exist. It's like hard drug use or abortion, as there will never cease to be a demand for it. The only option is to make it as legal as possible in order to make it as safe as possible. Harm reduction over puritanical reform. Yep. And a bunch of people went off in the mentions, and that main girl replied and basically said i got raped last week give it a rest so and then i didn't reply to that because i didn't think that it was fair or dignified to argue with somebody about their sexual assault no and then people were accusing me of intentionally quote-unquote ignoring her argument right intentionally like removing her from the conversation or silencing her or some bullshit which i wasn't i just like i said i i you can't argue about politics and policy in a conversation about like personal experience and trauma and emotion no it's not it's not a conversation that's worthwhile and having right like no it's not and also the other thing is too so a lot of people were coming for me and they were like oh so you're not for the abolishment of sex work does that mean that you're not for the abolishment of work in general right like they were arguing that i am not a socialist or i'm uh, not a communist or whatever because if i was i would realize that all work is exploitative and that it should all be abolished (laughs) but like which is exactly what you were saying. Yes, I was just saying that under current conditions, yes, all work is exploitative. Sex work, in my opinion, is not any more exploitative than any other industry. People just get weird about it because they're prudes. Yeah. It's not... It's For a lot of people, it's less exploitative because in a lot of those cases, you get to be your own boss. Yeah. You get to choose your own hours. You get to choose your own rates. And it's just, it's so silly. Like, all the people that were saying that were, like, quoting Marx and, like... Yeah, they were trying to embarrass me, but the... Like, good luck, honey. The problem is, like, I'm I'm a realist and I'm, like, a materialist. And the fact is, you can argue about what conditions are going to be appropriate in your utopian ideal conditions... Mm -hmm. But until those conditions exist, if they ever do, we have to make work conditions as safe as possible for all workers. And for sex workers, that means not taking measures to make sex work more illegal than it already is. Exactly. Because the further and further you push it underground, and this has been shown time and time again, the more dangerous it gets 
for sex workers, especially the most marginalized sex workers. It mm-hmm. forces full service sex workers onto the streets when uh, like websites where people can advertise their services are shut down since FOSTA and SESTA, which were the bills that shut down Craigslist personals and batch pages and whatever yeah. came into effect. Sex work has become a lot more dangerous than it already was with mm-hmm. murders up, sexual assaults up, beatings up, people getting robbed up, and actual sex trafficking, which is what they said it was supposed to combat, is up 170%. Which is an insane number. And I think, unfortunately, it's such a cold take to act like sex work is the only work where you have the risk of getting assaulted. You know, it's like, like you're, you're focused, you like you were saying, you're obviously focusing on the wrong thing. It's just because you're a prude. Because if you actually cared about people being safe in the workplace, mm-hmm. you would be focusing on every workplace. Yeah, 100%. People get assaulted in a variety of workplaces, and also a lot of people get assaulted when they're not even at work, right? Of course. It's... The other facts are, too, like, a lot of this sex trafficking uh, policy, like FOSTA, SESTA, the online stuff, as well as some, you know, corporate policies. So, uh, like, the Marriott hotel chains and a variety of hotel chains have taken what they're calling anti-sex trafficking measures and they're training their employees to take those measures they're not combating sex trafficking all that they're doing is making it more difficult for consensual sex workers to work safely and they're actually also punishing a lot of people that aren't even sex workers no anyone who's traveling alone yeah so the hotel policy is that Married employees are uh, instructed that they should find it suspicious if they see women traveling alone, particularly unattractive women, especially if they're drinking alone at hotel bars and stuff, and that they can't question them or deny them services as sex workers, which is really quite Victorian, and it affects a lot of women that aren't sex workers, which is why I would advise for people that don't do sex work or who have never Mm -hmm. done sex work or who aren't even friends with any sex workers, you should be advocating for sex worker rights too. Yeah. Because these crackdown laws can affect all women. And it's absolutely Victorian to say that women can't be in traveling alone. Without a chaperone. Without a male chaperone. Yeah. As well as that rule is so ridiculous in particular because people who are being sex trafficked never travel alone no they're never because they would escape yeah because they're being held against their will and it drives me insane that people are hiding behind this facade of caring about people who are being trafficked to police women's bodies well i think it's to police women's bodies and i think one particular reason for the online crackdown especially is that a lot of people don't like that sex work is a way for, first of all, a lot of people to make a lot of money without having to go through any sort of government system. Yep. These people don't have to pay taxes in the same way mm-hmm. that other people do. As well as it's <laughs> a way for a lot of marginalized people to make way more money than they would be able to in any other field and to have more, uh, like to have more capital, to have more power than they would have access to yeah, of course. If they weren't don't doing like sets work. No, of course not. I think it's actually a lot more about money and tax evasion and trying to track down on those things at the expense 
of sex workers' yes. safety than it is about the safety of traffickers. And also one more final thing that I will say <laughs> is that traffickers are such elite criminals that do you think that shutting down a website that has personal ads on it is going to stop trafficking? No. no. Again, it's going to push it further other underground. And people that are legitimate, not legitimate, but people that are serious traffickers don't rely on things like online personal ads in order to have resources no. and networks within which they can traffic. Why would they rely on anything like that that's out of their control? It makes no sense. Like... They don't, and they don't have to because they're no. like professional criminals, criminals. <laughs> as opposed to consensual sex workers who are not professional criminals. So they don't have means to like promote themselves and to find clientele in any other way. Yeah. Literally. Anyways, fuck tankies. I fuck swerves. Fuck turfs. I'm not arguing with any of them on the internet anymore because that was absolutely it was hellish so much hellish and none and none of the tapes were even lukewarm none of the tapes were even reasonable you know normally if you're arguing with that many different people you'd be like oh that person kind of had a point yeah not one person but that's the thing is like with these sorts of topics you know you either it's very like I mean, I don't want to say it's black and white because obviously there's nuance, but half of the people I would argue that are arguing about stuff are have no legs to stand on. No, no. They're, I just don't, I don't have time to yeah. listen to people that, I don't have time to listen to people like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it is time for the tweet of the week. Um, I have mine here. I'm eating pretzels, sorry. That's okay. I wasn't listening, to be honest. Take an extra second to, uh... One time I got in trouble at my call center job because I picked up the phone and I was eating pretzels. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> How may I help you? Mon nom Evelyn. <laughs> and they were like, are you eating? And I was like, oh yeah, one second, let me put you on hold. I'm eating pretzels. Why is it always pretzels? <laughs> I love pretzels. <laughs> they get you in trouble. Hi, Bobby. My Bobby, Bobby. Okay. Tweet of the week. All right. So my tweet of the week is by Gitsby at John Eats Lions. Oh, he's very funny. He's so funny. And I think he listens. Shout out, John Eats Lions, yes. if you're still listening. Dude, you're so funny. All right. I'm like a dog. If you put peanut butter on your pussy and talk to me in a high-pitched tone, I'll lick it off. Oh. <laughs> okay. I regret saying he's so funny. Because <laughs> that's disgusting. That's so funny. No, it's not. Both of my tweet of the week, option, tweet of the week options were about dogs, by the way. I thought you were going to say we're about peanut butter. No. What's the other one? Um, it's by Kristen Bailey at Hexprax. She's so funny. My dog is very upset by how wet the rain is. <laughs> you made bad choices this week, dude. Okay, do you want my third choice? No, <laughs> no I don't. Don't you... Did your high school have a rumor that there was a girl that let a dog eater out? I feel like every high school had a rumor like that. My high school had a rumor that there was a pool in the basement. 
<laughs> but I get what you're saying. Your okay. high school did have a rumor that a girl let a dog eat her pussy? Or? No, there was a rumor that a girl uh, like shat everywhere and smeared it on the walls at a party, but it was true. I was there. <laughs> and, oh. I, and I also told my little brother, and he was in her grade, and then he told everyone. No. She deserved it. It ruined her life, but like she sucked anyways. Okay. Yeah. My high school had a rumor <laughs> that a girl got really high in edibles, mm-hmm. and then let some guy fuck her in the ass and then shit everywhere. Nice. But I think it was true. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine getting fucked in the ass while not on edibles. (laughs) While on edibles. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's... That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, I picked bad tweets of the week, so... Uh, I'm sorry. If my tweet sucks, you're going to judge me now. We won't tag the people that I uh, refer well, to, I suppose. No, we'll tag them anyways. Well, I, I liked your tweets. <laughs> I like... I do like that... Okay, I think Hats Pratt's, I think both of those tweeters are very funny, but you just decided to showcase not their best work by <laughs> far. <think> <laughs> Okay. My tweet of the week is by Moss Peritone at Moss P-E-R-R-I Tone. So funny. <laughs> He's really funny. Yeah. And he tweeted, just like Pete Davidson gave us bid dick energy, Tom Brady gave us kisses son on the lips energy. Other celebrities with KSLE are Ryan Seacrest, Regis Philbin, the entire male cast of Suits, and Pharrell. <laughs> the entire male cast of Suits. Dude, Man, that's true. Who else do you think has big kisses sun on the lips energy? Any, like, male celebrity whose, like, eyes are too blue. Like, mm. uh, Chris... Hemsworth? Both of the Hemsworths. Okay. And, uh, Chris... Evans? The one that plays Captain America? Chris Evans. He was the first one that came into my mind, actually. Yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay, interesting. I think Johnny Depp. Ew, really? Yeah. Hmm. I would say the dad from Two and a Half Men. Not Charlie Sheen, the other one. Um, Do you think this can extend to women? Yes, but it's less weird. For women. Okay. My mom used to try and kiss me on the lips and I used to hit her away. (laughs) (laughs) What about mom kissing son on the lips energy? Okay. uh, Kate Hudson. Ew, yes. For sure. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow has never touched her children. No, she's frigid. Yeah. I think it's funnier for dads. (laughs) Okay. Who else? Oh, uh. John Legend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rappaport. Ah, okay. (laughs) Well, I mean. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Ugh. All the Chris's. Yeah. Chris's are canceled. If you're named Chris, you kiss your children. Oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, yes. I thought that that guy that I was hitting on, that's a waiter. Yeah. His name is actually Jordan. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, but the whole time I was picturing his name is Chris. And I just... I was too. I just assumed that that must have been his name. 
Yeah. But I never asked him his name, so I just thought that I had learned his name and then forgot about it or something, and I just thought it was Chris this whole time. I know that, realize that this isn't interesting to anyone who doesn't know him. You but guys, he's he... totally a Chris, not a Jordan. No, he's a Jordan, I'm not a Chris. Yeah, but he but he looks like oh, a Chris. Oh, he looks like a Chris. Because you asked him his name, mm-hmm. and he didn't tell you. Yes, he did. Did he say Jordan? Yes. What? And I know it's true because then (laughs) I looked up the bar on Instagram, went to followers, searched the name Jordan, and then followed him on Instagram. (laughs) Okay. Did he follow you back? No. (laughs) Jordan, if you're listening to this, grow up. I was going to say, maybe he doesn't know it's me because he doesn't know my name. But then I was like, that's very stupid. I mean, you didn't tell him your name. That's true. I'm famously mysterious. (laughs) I'm like the Canadian Carmen Sandiego. Okay. You never know where I'm going to be. You're wearing red. (laughs) Well, that was a good tweet. Good job. Thank you. I'm glad the Tom Brady tweets paid off for something. I can't believe the Super Bowl got spoiled for me. I'm sorry. I know you weren't caught up. It's okay. Is it time for... I just made myself look creepy and then we're about to do Dumb Bitch of the Week. Guys, I'm not a creep. All of the guys whose messages I read are way better creeps than I am. Oh, definitely. I agree with that. So we have a Dumb Bitch of the Week? We have a very special edition of Dumb Dumb Bitch Bitch of the the Week. week. This week's edition is really special because it's somebody that I know in real life. Yeah. It's not just a DM from a random internet stranger. It's actually a string of several text messages from my boss's husband. That's so abject. (laughs) (laughs) It is several text messages from... So he's my boss's husband, but he's also, like, part owner of the business at one of the places that I work. So should I just start from the beginning? Can we do, like, a a reading? Like, can I be you or him? Yep. Okay. Okay, so do you want to be him or do you want to be me? Uh, You choose. Do you want to change your narrative or... (laughs) (laughs) and be him oh yeah i'll be him okay good morning it's beep how is your weekend how are you hi beep how are you it was good busy just wondering how your first week went did you get your pay for last week it's at the counter behind the monitor went smoothly oh i didn't yet i'll grab that great let me know if there's anything we could do to help did you have lunch yet No, I haven't. I am heading out for lunch in the area. I can get you a wonton soup or something at a Vietnamese restaurant. Sure, that'd be great. Thanks. Ordered it. I will drop it off and text you when I arrive so that you can come get it at the front door and get it. If Beep asks his wife, tell her that you ordered it from Beep on Uber Eats. Okay, I'm at the front door. How is lunch? Just mitts up the drink. It's pretty healthy stuff. Okay, so pause. Yeah. He's telling you to lie. Yeah, he's telling me to lie if his wife asks me where I got the food that he brought for me. And I should also note that when he dropped off the food, he hid out of sight of the security cameras that are at the office. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So then you say, never had this kind of drink before. Yeah. 
Then he says, I would like to see you more often, but it's a bit weird to do that at the spa. LOL. Kind of awkward for everyone. Have a nice evening. You too. Hope you had a great day. Heard about your car. Thanks for coming in and have a wonderful evening. Yeah, that sucked. Thanks, you too. Your car got towed? Yeah, my car got towed. I will try to, try to see you soon. Plan today, but you got busy. Too bad, LOL. Drive safe. Yeah, it picked up later on. Thanks. Good morning. How are you? Hope you have a wonderful day. Sorry if I woke you up. Would you like to have lunch with me sometime when you were not working? There is a good steakhouse close to my office. You want to have lunch then? I'm flexible. Or another day is fine too. Just let me know. Hey, how was your day? Why are you working so late? I didn't come in till four. Be careful working late. Yep, I will. Do you have any plans tomorrow morning? I have school until three and then I'm working. I know you just moved here and there are all kinds of expenses to take care of. I would like to help. I will add an extra $100 to help you cover the towing cost. Please keep this between us. Thanks. I will add it in this week's pay envelope for you. You don't have to do that. Just let me know if there's anything I can do to help. You looked so much like my ex-girlfriend from many years ago. I hope I didn't scare you off. I will try not to disturb you. (laughs) Have a nice evening. Good morning. Happy Friday and have a wonderful day. How are you? How was your weekend? I was planning to come see you this morning, but I got busy. I have not forgotten about the extra $100 that I promised because he didn't fucking put it in my paycheck like he said he was going to. So he didn't even pay you off to keep quiet about how fucking... About how creepy he's being. No. Okay. I have not forgotten about that extra $100 I promised. Beep was with me when I did the payroll, so I couldn't. I will give it to you when I see you. When are you able to meet for lunch this week? <laughs> Dude, this is a problem. That was a lot of text messages, I realized. That was like over the span of a week. Yeah. And half the time you're not even answering. I'm not answering or I'm going like, thanks, have a great day. <laughs> Dude, that's so bad. I know. It's crazy that he's, like, trying to lure me into having an affair with him. And he's, like, trying to give me extra money and hide it from his wife and shit. And bring me food and hide it from his wife. Men, don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Men, your wife's business is not a personal selection for you of women that you can try to hit on. (laughs) While you manipulate your payroll. Oh my god. I can't. That's so. Oh my god. Did I tell you? Because you posted some of those screenshots on Twitter, right? Yeah, I posted a bunch of them and I also added commentary about how he was watching me on the uh, security cameras yeah. in the office and shit. Yeah. Because he was like texting you every time you would leave or when you would come yeah, in. Yeah, he would yeah. text me and be like, have a safe drive home whenever I was locking up. Dude. Yeah. The, did I tell you about the guy that I met at the party on Friday who asked me about it? What about it? He was like, do you know Eve? And I was like, Ev? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm concerned. About and I was what? like, I was like, okay. And he's like, is she coming to this party? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, and I was like, do you want to lodge your complaint with me? um and he was like if you have any complaints feel free to go through my secretary sophie hayes that's me (laughs) personal assistant um and he was like 
So I saw those texts that she's getting from her boss's husband. I was like, yeah, that's fucked, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. really fucked up. And he was like, yeah, I'm just concerned that she's posting so much um, about her personal life online. And I was like, well, why? What's the worst that's going to happen? Her boss is going to find out and realize that her husband's being a fucking creep. Like, Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, and I was like, what do you, and he never got to his point. So I don't know what his point was, but I don't think he was actually concerned for your safety. I think he was concerned about your image. About my... Like, what I'm posting online, he's concerned yeah. about my image. He was trying to police what you were posting online. And I was like, dude, how is that glasses bad? of wine deep. I really do not give a fuck about this conversation. How man. is that bad for my image if I'm exposing people for being creepy to me online? That's what I didn't understand. I was like, I don't understand what you're getting at I'm at not all. doing anything in that situation to, like, ask for that besides having a job and being attractive. Men, don't do that. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know who that was, but... I didn't even know him. If you're listening to this right now, don't fuck yourself. You don't know me. You can't tell me what to do. And, uh, I hope you sit on attack. Yeah, and, um, (laughs) stop pretending that you're gay so that you can have access to women when you're actually bisexual. (laughs) That's a take, for sure. Men don't do this. I mean, what's he worried about? Like, that I'm going to get fired or something? Like, I guess. Because he was like, oh, she's tweeting under her real name. And I was like, yeah, she's being harassed at work. Like, what's your fucking point? Well, the also, the other thing is, too. So, first of all, I have to tweet under my real name because, like, if I want people to recognize me from, let's say, my Twitter when I'm working as a comedian, which happens all the time then I need to tweet under my real name, first of all. Second of all, my name that I tweet under is, which is my real name, like I said, is not necessarily the name that I work under. Yeah. Because a lot of people may suspect, you know, Ev O'Dristol isn't my full name or my professional name. name. There's a lot of that's like... So if you doodle the name that I work under... My Twitter doesn't come up. No. And if you want to inform my employers of that, that's fine if you want to be a fucking cop. Yeah, he was just being like an insane cop. And I was like, okay, well, like, I guess you can lodge your complaints with me. Like, what the fuck? Why are we talking? Yeah, well, it's a really good... (laughs) It's really funny because if I was there, I don't think he ever would have said that to me. Because if he did, I would have told him to suck my entire dick it's essentially what i told him (laughs) (laughs) that he to suck your dick or that he never would have said it to me uh both (laughs) pretty much and then i promptly left the conversation especially anyone i knew showed up it's really funny is a lot of people seem to think that they know me from the internet but anyone who knew me in real life would never fucking come for me like that no because it's a really bad decision and, and everybody knows that not to talk tough but i mean like no, it's, it's true it's known yeah and i'm obsessed <laughs> with people like lodging their complaints about you to me people do that to you all the time and i think it's so funny like you're my little like <laughs> you're my momager or something also like as if i would ever take their side about anything <laughs> yeah you know what <laughs> it's such a stupid thing to be like can i complain to you about your best, best friend, friend for a minute <laughs> absolutely go ahead <laughs> i'm really <laughs> sad i missed that party um I was making lasagna. Yeah, I know. It was. I was there just for a minute, so whatever. I know. 
All right, guys, thank you so much. This has been a dead podcast. Yeah, I think we're doing okay. I don't know. If you don't think so, just log off, honey, and don't give us bad feedback because I can't handle it. Log off, honey. We're both Pisces. We can't handle negative feedback. That's true. If you criticize us, we'll try. Yeah, and we're still looking for sponsorships. See you next week. See you next week.